Welcome to the Extreme Training Podcast, where we share and discuss unique, non-traditional, practical, tactical training techniques. You can use them to create more compelling audience interaction, experiences, gamification, emotional connection, and content delivery. I'm your host, Brian Walter. In today's episode, we're going to go even deeper into volunteerment. Those are techniques for asking for volunteers in a way that is entertaining for everyone and gets attendees focused on how a volunteer will be determined instead of whether they want to resist volunteering. In our previous episode, the first volunteerment technique we covered was the bribe, offering a $20 bill to instantly get a volunteer and convert doing so from a favor into a transaction. Our second technique is volunteer ball. Yes, here's how it works. You start by asking for a volunteer in a way guaranteed to not get a volunteer. The best way to do that is to ask without providing much in the way of clear information. People are normally reluctant to put themselves out there when they don't know what will be asked of them. So I have an exercise tied around closing techniques that we need a volunteer for. Well, a brave volunteer, or, or perhaps someone who is comfortable being directed and thinking fast on their feet. Any takers? Anyone? Anyone? No? Notice how you really don't give them a chance to volunteer. Plus, you have purposely raised the stakes. It sounds complicated and perhaps even a little risky to be part of this. With volunteer ball, you immediately go from that ask, non-ask to saying how a volunteer will be chosen. That can sound like this. No one? Well, that's what I figured was going to happen, which is why I came prepared with a backup plan. We will now select a lucky individual by playing volunteer ball. I will throw this Nerf ball toward all of you. If it hits you, congratulations, you volunteered. However, if you catch it, you have a choice. You can volunteer or you can volunteer the person sitting to your left or right to come up in your place. Are you ready? Here it comes. And then you throw the ball into the air. At that moment, every single carbon-based life form in your training class is utterly focused. No one is objecting or whining or talking. They are watching that Nerf ball fly through the air. And no matter what happens next, it generates a great response because it's a Nerf ball and flying through the air slowly. There's a better than even chance that someone in the class will actually catch it. And when they do, they always, and I mean always, get a round of spontaneous applause. <sighs> they stand up triumphantly, brandishing the Nerf ball. And then you ask them if they will volunteer or volunteer someone else to take their place. Now, you would think that they would always send someone else, but that's not the case. They are feeling so confident and affirmed because of the recognition they just got for making a catch that they often puff out their chest and say, I'm good, I'll volunteer. Everyone else goes, ooh, more affirmation. At this point, they're going into their volunteer role with a fantastic attitude, and that will pay off for you the facilitator. Now, let's walk through the other possibility. You launch that Nerf ball into the air, and instead of catching it, someone tries and misses. Everyone then gives them a quasi-groan, oh, I mean, because they respect that they went for it, even though they didn't catch it. And here's the interesting psychology of this. Your selected volunteer is just fine with the result. They understood the rules, and they were fair. So them having to be your volunteer is justified. Now, why does volunteer ball work so well? First, it's fun. Second, it's compelling. Things aren't supposed to fly in the air indoors. You weren't supposed to throw balls in a workplace. 
Everyone was reverting to their childhood when they were playing with a ball in the house and their mom or dad was scolding them with, don't throw that inside, you'll break a lamp. So when you, the trainer, are telling everyone that you are going to throw the ball at them, it's kind of a vicarious guilty pleasure flashback. But you know what? The internal mental activity going on with volunteer ball is even more rich. Think about distance. You as the facilitator are in front of your training class. Let's say there are about 20 to 50 people in the class. The attendees in the back are thinking this. This is fun, because we don't have to worry. Our trainer can't throw a Nerf ball this far. Ha ha ha, they feel great. So to them, this whole thing is a risk-free and amusing activity that you're facilitating. They get to enjoy watching other colleagues worry about catching or dodging the ball, but not them. Now, a slightly similar phenomenon is taking place with those in the front two rows or tables. They're thinking, our trainer isn't gonna hurl the ball right at us. I mean, they're not gonna peg us in the forehead. I mean, that would be too weird. No, it's gonna go right over our heads. We're safe. And in fact, as you get ready to throw the Nerf ball, the front folks are already turning in their seats so they can see where the ball lands. It's the folks in the middle of the class who are worried. <laughs> they're thinking, oh yeah, this ball could definitely hit us. So all of that happens in seconds after you reveal how volunteer ball works. And then as the ball leaves your hand and starts arcing toward the left or right or center, the 80% of folks it clearly is not going to touch experience a spike of dopamine relief in their heads. They're thinking, oh yeah, not even close. I wonder if it's gonna hit Jackie or Derek. Those are all powerful dynamics that you are unleashing the moment you engage in volunteerment by playing volunteer ball. Two safety rules with volunteer ball. First, get a pure foam ball. Don't go with one that is primarily foam, but with a thick fake leather plastic exterior. That kind is still rigid enough to knock a glass of water over and splash onto a participant or a manager who just happens to be there that day evaluating you as a trainer. Not saying that's happened to me, not saying it did. The second safety rule is to tell people to get their hands up before you throw the ball. You would be surprised at some people's belief that they can use the force to move a ball away from them, and then they're quite surprised when it hits them in the forehead. It doesn't hurt, but they were shocked nonetheless. So, there you have it, trainers and facilitators, a guaranteed volunteerment technique to select volunteers with. Volunteer ball is a unique, non-traditional, practical, tactical training format that is compelling, which is exactly what you want to provide as a trainer. This has been the Extreme Training Podcast with Brian Walter. Learn more about training, speaking, and facilitating in extreme ways at extrememeetings.com. Thanks for listening.